What's up, you guys? Welcome to the February 3rd Super Bowl edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to break down a big 12-game Saturday. Yes, we're back for kind of the weekend recap edition, uh, recap space, I guess. <laughs> so we'll go over the 12, uh, 12 games today, 24 teams, so most of the league. Um, we'll tie in some other notes. Uh, if you missed it, uh, Tommy Vier and I went through Zach Lowe's crazy calm, covered all the ins and outs of who's on the block and all that. So we'll kind of incorporate all that, go over stashes, go over players you may want to sell quick and stuff like that, kind of like how we did last time. But again, um, just trade deadline, man. Uh, as I always say, do not like. Hopefully, you're in an okay position. If you're in the middle of the standings, great. But if you're if you're not, you know, you got to make your moves and win. But if you're chilling, be careful on your moves. You never know when you're going to need to unload like four or five moves and pick up like you know four or five guys. So uh, again, I always just am cautious um, before filling out up into Thursday. We don't know what's going to happen every every year. Uh, there's something going down, so we'll kind of go through all that uh, as much as we can to prepare you for some guys to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, so let's just hop into this thing. I had a matinee. Clippers with a rare back-to-back day game. <laughs> they play in Toronto tomorrow, and they have to go through customs, which Doc had mentioned. So, uh, highway to this one, injury-wise, was Tobias Harris. Hurt his right shoulder guarding LeBron on Thursday. Aggravated in warm-ups, said he was going to try to play through it. Didn't look right. He was grabbing it the whole time. Went to the locker room, started the third, had the kinesio tape on his shoulder. And again, it just wasn't right. Uh, shooting shoulder, 3 of 12 from the field. I think he's going to sit today, so you know, be careful. Uh, Gallo should be coming back, though. Uh, Doc Rivers said on Thursday he was looking for either Sunday or Tuesday. So, you know, 50-50 shot there. Uh, big game against Toronto. They're going to need fresh legs after this back-to-back. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Tobias, you know, hopefully he plays. But then Gallo coming in with the gate that we'll get into that in a second. What else that means? Uh, the other two other takeaways that are at the top here: uh, Marcin Gortat didn't start the third. That was Bob Boban Yorjanovic, who was really good. He had a double double. Uh, obviously, we've been teased before. You know, maybe he gets it going. I think that the whole Gortat thing with Bradley—they're just hurting their offense too much. So I think it does. I mean. I'm obviously biased because I love Boban so much, but it makes so much sense to put him in there and just let him, you know, soak up guys. Again, obviously it worked pretty well against Drummond. Drummond was in foul trouble as well, so uh, good on them. But yeah, I wouldn't add Boban just yet, but he's definitely if he starts, then give him a look, I guess. Because I mean, Gortat just hasn't been right. Um. Anyways. Uh, the other interesting part was Lou Williams started the third over Pat Bev, and Lou Williams went off, man. Season high 39, just dominated late. I uh, believe 18 in the fourth quarter, outscored the Pistons by himself, uh, 18 to 14. And yeah, man, I think Lou's going to get pretty good. He's going to be pretty good. We saw him last year really crush, so I don't see any reason why he would slow down. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander kind of went off. He had a 14 7 5 3 steal, one block line. So, good stuff. Again, a little risky. Gallo coming back does hurt him because we saw when they're healthy, he could lose minutes, especially with, you know, Lugol's going to close, right? So, he'd have to play pretty well to beat out either Pat Beverly or whoever else. They did play a lot of four-guard lineups. Um, besides that, it was also Mike Scott who really stepped up, uh, hit some big shots. He scored 15. If both Gallo and Tobias are out, they're going to probably need him against the Raptors, so he would be a DFS play, I would think, um, just to space the floor against that team, which has tremendous interior defense. But again, it'll be a lot of four-guard lineups, I would think, when they try to they'll try to do that when Siakam's off the floor. But it's kind of it for those guys again. I'd drop Avery Bradley. Like I don't, I just don't see it. Um, Pat Bev, he would probably be a drop as well with Gallo coming back. But again, we'll see what plays out with Tobias. Doesn't sound serious. I didn't see anything about an MRI. Um, Pistons, Ish Smith's back, but like this team's a mess, man. Besides Reggie Bullock hitting threes, and Reggie ja- Reggie Jackson's actually hot, so I would definitely trade him right now if you could package him in a deal, um, but a two for one again. Like okay, so for me, I like making two for one, like more than more than ever before. Besides the beginning of the season, like two for ones is this is the best time to make it because even if your waiver wire looks dry now. It's not going to look dry in three or four days. So if you can make a two-for-one deal, 
to clear out a roster spot, you'll fill it. Um, again, if, if you're just quick on the waiver wire, um, let's do it. Um, just follow Roto World, put us on notifications, and like we'll get you who to add. Just read the blurbs real quick. We're going to try to be pretty quick on it. Uh, I plan on being around like all the all the time. But um, anyways, um, so with the Ish Smith return, like it's just a mess, man. You don't want to mess with anybody. Like Luke, Luke Kennard and maybe Reggie. Like I said, Reggie Jackson could be traded. They that Lowe had mentioned possibly a Grizzlies deal for Mike Conley, uh, and then they would reroute him. So maybe that would help. But I mean, sure. Again, Jackson's playing well enough to be owned. But I mean, I just don't see him really thriving late. Um, Drummond got in foul trouble. It is what it is. Blake's been pretty good. Hopefully the Pistons can play better to keep him in the hunt. They're not playing great right now. I think they're, what, two, almost two games out, I want to say, of the eight spot. Uh, maybe two and a half, three now. But anyways, um, yeah, it's just nothing really attractive um, besides Blake, Drummond, and then I guess Reggie Jackson to a degree. Stan- maybe they trade Stanley Johnson. He's just, he's terrible, man. Like, I can't, this guy has not hit 38% from the field at any of his four seasons yet. Like, that's insane to me. But anyways, uh, let's move on to a little bit more interesting games here. This has a lot of fantasy goodness here. This is Chicago at Charlotte. So, Lowe had said Laurie Marketing and Wendell Carter Jr. are the only two untouchable bulls, untouchables, I guess, uh, on the roster. So, keep an eye on Chris Dunn, who makes sense to be dealt. Like, him and Levine are not good together. They don't, they don't mash. They're, yeah, it's just a bad fit. So, they're not, they're not going to be able to unload Levine. Just because of his contract. So, I mean, try to see what you can get for Dunn. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't really see any way that Dunn gets dealt somewhere that helps. So, I don't even think he's that great to own. And, like, maybe even a 10-teamer. He's just not good with Levine. So, I don't know. But, um, Wayne Selden really fell off. Had a 20-8 in the last game without Levine. But he was disappointing. I thought he would do better. Only 2-7. and I guess just keep an eye on him again. If If the Bulls just clear everybody out. Uh, and they keep Wayne Selden, could be an option. He did have that knee soreness thing. He had a major knee problems last year. So, but he, he's got upside, though. Uh, Bobby Portis went off 28 in the first half, finished with 33. Kind of is what it is. Again, he could get traded, too. You do not want Bobby Portis to get traded despite the late schedule, which is bad. But, yeah, it's kind of... The Bulls are a mess, man. Like, I don't, I don't want to own Levine. I don't really want to own any of them, uh, other than stashing guys. Like, unless you're stashing... Felicio and a super. I'm stashing with my 30 man, um, like Selden if I want to stash him, and it's kind of and Shaq Harrison I'm stashing in, in my 30 man. Like that's pretty much as far as it goes. Again, they're, they're scheduled bad late. Uh, it's one of the worst. So that's pretty much uh, like as far as top three or four teams. I don't probably the, them, the Cavs, and that's it. Uh, I guess on teams I really don't want to own guys. Uh, moving to the Hornets, so the new storyline here has been Malik Monk. Uh, on Wednesday, Brega said he turned the corner, and he was great in the fourth and all this and that, and he's closed the last three fourth quarters, which has really hurt Jeremy Lamb. Only played 14 minutes on Friday, 26 on Saturday, so I'm scared of Lamb. I mean, obviously, if you remember back in the preseason, it was reported that the front office was saying to the potential head coaching candidates, yo, what are you going to do with Malik Monk? as a priority to get him going. So he's playing a lot better now. Uh, had 20 in an 18 today. So I don't really like him. Uh, he's more of like a... like The big storyline here is like him hurting Lamb. So if you want to add points, sure, go for it. But, you know, he only played 20 minutes. He does score a lot. He's going to score a bunch. Um, if Kemba did somehow get traded, which doesn't sound likely at all, um, that would be jackpot for Monk as well. But... This guy was good late. His last like five or six games, what he scored twenty points. So I mean, if you want to, if you want scoring, maybe in a points league, um, I'd take a shot on Monk. Uh, again, he's playing pretty well right now, and he has his coach's trust. He's gonna fall off because that's what he does. But um, I do like him. Uh, don't panic on Lamb, but if push comes to shove, and you got to drop him, and if you're in a shallower, and he's like your worst player, fine. You know, if he's your, if he's seriously your worst or bottom two or three players, it doesn't really. It's not gonna kill you like Jeremy Lamb's top seventy five. Like at best, I want to say. Um, especially now that Monk's making an impact. Um, you're dropping all your centers. You're dropping Biombo. You're dropping Bill, Billy Hernan Gomez. And, I mean, if you're using Michael Kidd Gilchrist, he played some five. Marvin, Marvin Williams played some five today. Marvin's still good. Like, Marvin has been, I think, top 60 or so in this last, you know, in the last month or so. So, sneaky, man. These guys that are double-double threats, two threes, some defense. Marvin's 
Marvin's rock solid in fantasy. So definitely keep him on your roster, I would say, despite how he's, like what I just said about Lamb. But he's going to get minutes, man. Um, so, yeah. Kemba's good. Uh, again, the Bulls helped, um, but uh, hopefully he can get going. Need to see him make some shots again. He's been kind of killing us in efficiency, one of the worst players for field goal percentage. So, again, he's not getting traded. Borrego said that their number one priority at the deadline is to keep Kemba. Uh, so they're, they're going to keep him. I would be, I'd be really stunned if Kemba gets traded. Um, so that thing that covers that one. Moving on to the Nets, which fell flat. Uh, first time they lost back-to-back games in a little bit. Um, Joe Harris tweaked his ankle. He's all right. Um, not too much going on here. Uh, Napier got hit in the head. He's fine. Closed the game out, I think. Should be all right. Um, Jared Allen kind of hit or miss lately. He's had some big games. And it's fine. Like Guys, guys who block shots, they're going to have big games. They're going to have bad games. So you take the good with the bad, and you still are going to land with probably around top 50. Maybe better. We saw he had that, what, 8-9 game stretch when he was like top 25. So, uh, again, he's playing better. Ed Davis is still going to cut into his minutes from here, here and there, but... Um, overall, you shouldn't be worried about Jaron Allen. Definitely a guy you're going to trust, despite the crappy late schedule. Um, D'Angelo, I think D'Angelo's a sell high, man. I, I get it. All-star, deserved. But the whole Levert thing is really scary to me. And Dinwiddie. So you're basic, it's basically just on principle. Like, his value can't be higher right now. Like, if you remember back earlier in the year, it was sometimes all three would close, being Levert, Dinwiddie, and Russell. But sometimes it would only be two of them. And, you know, there was a decent amount of chance that Russell was the guy who was going to sit because it wasn't ever Levert. So if Levert does come back, and we don't know much. we have Since my last pod, I have nothing new for you. Um, we don't even know if he's sprinting or doing anything else. So, yeah, I still, I still think you should stash him just because that deadline is going to probably be a big help. And, again, they haven't really said anything bad yet. So I guess that's good. But, anyways... I think that covers most of it. Um, still, Napier's, assuming you're okay taking the FG percentage hit, he's fine. He's going to get huge, huge volume. He closes a lot. Um, again, he's been really good in the counting stats. DFS, he's hit pretty much most most times uh, since Dinwiddie went out, so you're good there. You can't touch Rondé. can't touch Damari. Um, Theo Pinson, a little bit of a letdown. Had that 25-minute game against Boston on Monday two DMP CDs, and then saw some time today after Napier got hit in the head, I think is when he came in, so that's that. All right, Magic, guess what we're going to start with? Jonathan Isaac, he's arrived. Uh, he's been a top uh, 36 player in the last six games. Not a great sample, but hey, top third round player. I mean, you got to add him right now. This is what we wanted. We wanted around two blocks, around one and a half steals, you know, 10, 11, 12 points. Eight, nine boards, and he's shooting the ball great from the line, too. So, again, if you're in a field goal punt build team, you're chilling. He's He's been smashing for you. So, yeah, Adam. And, again, he was he's basically a rookie because he missed so much time in his rookie season. And he's had a great offseason. We know this. And it took him a while to get going from the ankle injury earlier in the season. But looks great. Um, combine that with Aaron Gordon possibly on the trade block with a very tradable contract that descends your – Year year and year on, uh, seventy seven million left on that if I remember. So it would be, um, you know, not easy to trade that, but you know he's still young. Um, Booch possible trade candidate sounds unlikely according to Zach Lowe. Fournier unlikely to get traded, but possible. And yeah, so I mean all these. I mean they're not going to bring anybody to cut into his minutes. So um, you would think he can get something better here. Um, again, a little bit below average schedule, but that's fine. But I'm all about that. Um, Vooch is looking pretty good. Like like Lo said, he's unlikely to get traded. But again, um, it, if he wants more money, and they did just draft Mo Bamba, who's hurt right now, um, which is another factor too. Like Bamba getting hurt may be a whole new wrinkle to this. Uh, he's going to probably get an MRI or quote-unquote evaluation. So that'll put Ken Burch in the rotation. I added him in my 30-man. This guy's kind of, I called him uh, in this blurb Rashawn Holmes light. Um, you know, shoots a little bit, blocks a little bit. Not a bad rebounder, so you know, definitely a guy to consider. And if Vooch does get traded and Bamba gets hurt, like you just hit the jackpot. Uh, so definitely like him as a stash. Briscoe's back. Um, doesn't sound like DJ Augustine's getting traded away, although I would like to see that. I want to see a pick and roll point guard with Isaac, man. None of this stupid DJ Augustine stuff. Um, 
So yeah, let's move on to the next one. We were three games in and 15 minutes in. That sounds about right. Bucks, Wizards, Bledsoe, Achilles. He didn't play. Went. He he almost hit the cycle today. Um, he was questionable, probable, and out. Uh, so missed the doubtful there, but uh, or the available, I guess too. So doesn't sound serious, but it's Achilles. It's soreness. So we'll see what happens. Really wouldn't add anybody yet. Uh, we know Bledsoe's been a tremendous finisher last year. He was top ten after the break per game or total. So um, don't panic if his owner is panicking. Let me see what's out there. Uh, although I will add, I, this is a hit to him. Um, when you play on Mike Budenholder's team and you're not healthy and you're high in the standings, you're going to sit. So, um, I, you know, if we were drafting and I would take Bledsoe, you know, around four or five, I'd probably bump him down to like five or seven uh, just because I'm a little bit worried about that Achilles Saint given the situation. Um, other than that, you know, Middleton's kind of hot again. Giannis is Giannis. Brogdon's hitting threes, making free throws. What else is new? Again, I wouldn't really add Snell. DJ Wilson's been pretty good in deep leagues. Like, if Brooke got hurt, he'd be sneaky to add. But Brooke looks pretty good. Brooke's, besides that one stretch, Brooke, Brooke had that bad foot thing. Um, he's, like, been super durable. So, not much to worry about with him. Uh, Wizards, Otto Porter hurt his toe. He did play. Uh, he did not finish Wednesday, but overall looked pretty good. 34 minutes, shot the ball pretty well. So, encouraging sign for Otto. I would be worried, though. I mean... I thought it was bothering him earlier in the year, so that's probably why he was slumping a little bit. So something to watch. I mean, if you could somehow strike up a deal to get Auto for you know eighty five cents on the dollar, I'd probably do it. Like say you drafted him thirty five forty or whatever, which is where he was going in most of my leagues. You know, you could flip him for like a top or for Buddy Heald. I would do that in a second. But yeah, uh, Thomas Bryant's playing better. You know, not a great player and not a must hold. His minutes are down. Marquise Morris coming back would cut into him too. So. You know, if you wanted to cut Thomas Bryant for a guy that makes sense, sure. Thomas Sadoransky's fine. Didn't close here and there, but minutes are down a little bit. Um, but I won't worry too much about Chasing Randall. Jordan McRae's been a kind of a uh, little hot you know, microwave, I guess. He had, uh, what, 15 points in eight minutes the other game? Three, game, three four games ago. Got in the rotation the last game, in the rotation again today, so... Just keep an eye on them, obviously, if the, if the Wizards start selling guys. I don't see the things they're going to, though. But, um, yeah, that's kind of it. I really wouldn't worry about stashing Marky Morris or anything. Trevor Reese has been filling up the box scores, and Bradley Beal's a stud. Like, Bradley Beal's going to be a top 15 player going forward. Uh, we can move on to... So, we talked about this a lot on the Friday DFS pod for the first 10 minutes. So, let's kind of go about what we learned. So, we had said that Maxi Kleber plays... You know, he played 25-ish minutes at center before this whole thing. So he got the start at center. Now, I don't think that's a fluke, man. I think they may stay him, may keep him there. Um, they may play Powell in there at some spots. But, yeah, that's a good, again, Cavs. But pick him up. Uh, I would definitely make sure he's owned uh, if he's going to play at center. And he, Again, he guards a lot of fives. He guarded Drummond on Thursday a little bit. He, he's big enough to, to guard fives. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this, this could be a legit thing for him. Um, they want to space the floor as much as they can with this offense. Um, and, you know, he could be kind of a Chris Stapps light just for the floor spacing factor to, to get him in there. Um, by the way, Chris Stapps is apparently not going to play the season, according to Mark Cuban. So if you were stashing him, um, drop him. Uh, I know I said the other day, pick him up. But it's like the Boban thing, man. Upside. If he has upside, you don't want your opponent to have the upside. So pick him up. You don't have you don't have to make one move a season and then just drop him. That's I, I just don't get why I don't get why people don't don't follow that. But anyways, um, Doncic man, we knew he was gonna go off against the Cavs. He did. He's going to have a monster season. I mean, probably he'll have some some holes in his game, turnovers, maybe some bad percentages, but like the stats are gonna be insane. So like him, I don't really see him being limited just to crush. Maybe maybe they go for the unanimous rookie of the year campaign. Definitely see that happening. Harry B got a bunch of shots. Uh, did well late. Uh, Dwight Powell's been a little bit of a letdown, but I mean he's still coming up with some blocks. He's gonna—that's what he does. Like he's gonna shoot great from the field. He's hit a three the other day. He'll just be sneaky, you know. So I would definitely keep him rostered. I don't really think anybody that has emerged today um, would be a guy that I would drop for. Um, although, uh, I mean, I guess I would drop him for Kleber. Um, if he, it all depends on who plays with Doncic. I think Doncic really is gonna be a difference maker um, to help open up the floor and get easy shots. So. Um, if Kleber sticks in the starting lineup, I would rather have him. Uh, I thought they would start Powell. I was wrong. So that's that. 
Uh, moving on. Injury. Jetty Osman hurt his ankle, did not return. Too bad because he has been really, really good. So hopefully it's just a day-to-day thing. Um, David Nwaba, before the game, uh, Larry Drew said that he was considering starting Nwaba down the line, and he started the third quarter. He had a minutes cap, and he played 15 minutes, and he played pretty well. 12 points, a steal. So he's, you know, super sneaky, deep stash. The Cavs want to unload people. They want to trade away Hood. They want to trade away Burks. They want to trade away really anyone they can to open up, you know, get them better draft picks and stuff. They're going to tank. They want to keep that uh, Atlanta pick. So, yeah, um, those guys are fine. I hate Colin Sexton. He's just so inefficient. He doesn't do anything really besides hit mid-range shots. You can do better in a nine-cat league. He's playing a little bit better, but I just don't see the I don't see the point. Uh, Ante Zizic, uh, definitely trending down. Larry Nance looks pretty good. Uh, definitely make sure Nance is on. I can't imagine he's on the wire anywhere. But um, yeah, I got a tw- question on Twitter today saying, um, should I drop Zizic for deadline stashes? I said yes. Uh, again, just Larry Nance coming back. And then you add the love factor. You add Tristan Thompson as well, possibly coming back, even though it probably may not be your favorite. Just a lot of, and they could add a center. There's just a lot of things that could derail him. So, um, yeah, pretty easy. Once Larry Nance hit the floor, like it was like, all right, maybe maybe this guy's not for me anymore. Uh, but he was hot before. So, anyways, um, yeah, Burks is going to get traded, I think. I think Hood's definitely going to get traded. So, they're not going to get traded anywhere good. They'll get traded to a, a team needing some wing depth, I would think. So, eh, nothing really to feel there. Um, Clarkson, probably, he might get traded. I don't think so. But kind of he kind of is what he is. I don't really think him, he's going to be a difference maker. Uh, let's move on to the Pacers and the Heat. So big news this week for the Heat, and that is ditching the 11-man rotation. Uh, they've gone with a nine-man rotation, and by far the big beneficiary of that has been Kelly Olynyk. Uh, two great games in a row, 21 on Friday, full line on Saturday. Pick him up. Um, I dropped Drive Powell for him. Uh, I think I think Olenek has to be owned right now. Um, James Johnson looks dead. Again, Derek Jones Jr. is out. Spo looks to be finally done with this whole nonsense of the 11-man rotation. Said it himself that he's a little bit worried about using so many guys like about a week ago, whenever it was. So, yeah, Olenek could get good. Um, but you just know those minutes were not there, and now they are. So, Adam, definitely uh, on board with that. Besides that, um, I think Javic needs Dragic back. Uh, he shoots much better with Dragic. Been terrible with Winslow. Winslow's a drop too. Like he's really faded in the past month or so. After that hot little six-game stretch in December, like I don't see reason to hold Winslow. He's just been really bad. Um, so yeah, um, Whiteside closing. He didn't close, but he got fourth quarter minutes. So he's looking better now. No surprise. I would still hold Bam. Um, I mean, if you cannot resist for a guy who's sitting there, do it. But. I still want to hold Bam just in case something gets crazy at the deadline and the Heat. Like, it is a bad loss, so maybe they do shake things up. Uh, Pacers, man, Tyreek Evans. This is what I get for backing Tyreek Evans as a pickup. Uh, I just I hate Tyreek Evans. I always have, and I thought he could have a chance here with Depot out, but he's just not right. The whole season, he's been terrible at the rim. He's not a great passer. I just don't see it. Maybe he gets traded or something like that, but I just don't see the upside right now. Um, I know I wrote this whole big thing about him possibly being there. Maybe the whole back thing from the car accident messed him up, but I'm just good. I'm good with really everyone here. Um, the only, again, uh, Zach Lowe had said that they, the Pacers may go after Mike Conley. So Aaron Holiday would be a guy to, to grab. Um, if you're looking for upside, uh, I've said this the whole, I said this is other thing I may have got right. Um, I would rather pick up Aaron Holiday than, Corey Joseph or any of those guys or Sumner or anything like that. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on him if you want to stash a point guard with upside. This guy's pretty good. Um, put plenty of years at UCLA as well. Uh, Collison's been great. We knew this was going to happen. Uh, Miles Turner's been good. Sabonis hasn't been shooting the ball well, but got other stats. He'll be fine. Possibly going to get traded. Um, he could get a lot of money this summer, and it's rough to invest so much money to really one position with not much overlap. Uh, with these two guys, you know, they play seven, eight, nine minutes together. So, you know, you're playing 1.2 positions of the five. That's not good um, to invest that much of your cap towards it. It's just not 
responsible, I think. Anyways, move on. I did not watch much of this Pelicans game, so I'm more of just box score watching, which I hate to do. But Frank Jackson, man, career high 25. Not much else. Again, this team just just shallow with offensive weapons. He can score, but we really need to see other stuff. So he's not going to shoot the ball well all the time. Uh, he does. He is Gentry's boy, so um, he's going to get minutes. I feel like um, possibly Etwan Etwan Moore is probably out to the break. Um, uh, Drew Holiday is going to stay put. It sounds like according to Woj. Uh, no surprise, we will not get the Sam Hankey unloaded for Nerwin's Noel deal again this time. Uh, you know, three years, what was that, 2013, anyways? Um, so, yeah. Uh, Check Diallo really cut into Okafor's minutes. Not surprising. Okafor's going to have bad games here and there. He went pretty much 6-for-6 six six, uh, coming in. But, again, he won't be awesome. But you obviously have to old him. He's still even block three. Like, Okafor's all good. Um, if you have Solomon Hill on your team, like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> He's just so bad uh, for fantasy. Uh, I still like Darius Miller, 23. He's going to shoot a ton of them. Um, check Diallo, again. Um, upside. Uh, maybe Okafor gets traded, but either way, um, Diallo would be a sneaky deep stash here um, coming up to the deadline. Uh, and Kendrick, Will- uh, Kendrick Williams went through. He came through. Um, he's been pretty solid. You know, he's going to get minutes, partly because of no Etuan Moore and those stuff, those guys. But, you know, if you need somebody who's going to get minutes on this bad team, give him a look. Um, after that, I think that'll do it. I'm not too into Tim Frazier. I've used him a couple times in some deeper leagues just to stream dimes, and it's worked out. But besides that, I don't really see much of a point. And I think we can move on to San Antonio. Not too much to break down here. Uh, Derek White had a rare flop. Boo-hoo. How did he make 2-9? and nine? He's like always 72 shooting, but he's fine. No worries. He's been early round guy for, you know, since Christmas or so. Uh, Rudy Gay's going to be fine. He's been rolling. Um, that shoot change really got him going. And... Yeah, Bellinelli gets hot sometimes, but he's going to be inconsistent now that DeRozan's back. Obviously, you're dropping Bertans, and yeah, kind of is what it is. Uh, Spurs playing pretty solid ball at 32 and 22. Looks like they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, fight for positioning, so possible risk to worry about as per usual, but nothing to really alter value or anything. Uh, Lakers, man, they have the this is fine dot gif here. So just before I hopped on the pod. You may have seen that uh, Luke Walton was kind of beefing with JaVel McGee and Michael Beasley uh, involved in a post-game dust-up. Um, and then Lance Stevenson uh, was not part of it. So it's just those two guys. So that's going to be fun. So Lakers got a whole... It's funny, the Rams are in the Super Bowl. And like everyone's talking about the Lakers. It's just... The NBA, NBA runs social media so hard, and I know I'm probably biased, but it's just, the NBA is the best, and there's no TV show that has as much drama as the NBA, but as far as the actual basketball goes, if you, I hate to be mean, but if you play LeBron James and you're mad, don't blame anybody but yourself, like he said he was 80%, like, that's what you do, like you knew if a guy's not 100%, I know that the injury report, we like to get good news, it just doesn't happen, man. Like, unless you have a 7 o'clock start right at lock, you can't play guys that are hurt like that. I don't. I talk about it all the time, so sorry, sorry to beat a dead horse uh, or a dead groin or whatever, but kind of is what it is. So, uh, Zubat's hurt his finger. Hope he's all right. X-rays were inconclusive. He'll get an MRI. Hopefully he's okay. Did play through it, so um, that's too bad. He's been, he's been good. Had a couple duds. Had a dud with LeBron back, but not worried. Obviously still hold him. Um, Michael Beasley going to get waived or what uh, and that's actually uh, JaVel McGee possibly beefing with Walton that's good news for for Zoo so um, yeah man uh, hold on to Zoo hold on to him tight I would say through this whole nonsense stuff going on maybe he gets traded to Pelicans or whatever but by the way uh, I know Woj had reported I forget what it was but their first offer that the Lakers sent as I look it up here like dude what are you doing man like you really think that Demps is going to trade him away for a bunch of like Back of the rotation guys. So, per Woj, the first offer was AD for Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and a first round pick. Like, what are you doing, man? Lonzo can't stay healthy. Kuzma's 
on a good team is like a fourth option. Rajon's old, and then Michael Beasley's Michael freaking Beasley, man. You're gonna, you don't want to put Michael Beasley in New Orleans. It's just a laughable offer. I mean, it's pretty simple. It should be, what do you want? Like Dempsey saying, or, you know, uh, Magic saying, what do you want? And you could have whatever you want but LeBron. And that should be what it is. Like, pick. That should, that's basically what the offer should be. So, um, yeah, that, we'll cover that. But anyways, uh, I wrote a big column about AD, so check that out. Um, I do have some options if you want to trade him, if you're worried about him losing a lot of value, which you should. Uh, he could get shut down. So uh, I mentioned like Paul, probably like eight or nine names that I'd trade him up for, trade him for straight up. But you know, as the deadline gets closer and closer, those that list will keep growing and growing. So uh, it's if he gets if he stays in the Pelicans, you're you're hurting, man. This guy misses a lot of games, so it's just irresponsible to play him. And if he gets hurt, you're kind of left holding the bag. So, uh, but back to the Lakers here. Uh, Kuzma looked a little bit better, played more minutes after not closing in that overtime game against the Clips. And uh, Josh Hart, whatever, like LeBron will be back the next game. That's kind of it. Like, yeah, like Rondo, Rondo should be on, obviously. You're going to drop KCP as soon as you see him get back, LeBron that is. And Brandon Ingram's been better, by the way. Um, maybe trade him, maybe try to trade him if you can. Um, we know this guy really struggles to hit mid-round value because he just so, has so many holes to his fantasy game. So, uh, I don't really see him going. We've seen him have high usage and still just be okay. So, I don't really see much going on there. Going to Golden State here. Boogie's legit. We know this. Uh, the usage has been really high. It's been around 30, 28, I want to say. Um, first double-double. Four dimes. The dimes have been pretty solid. He's adding threes a lot. 7-7 seven to seven from the line. Yeah, man. You're getting more than you bargained for with Boogie. Uh, Clay got hot again. Clay needs to get hot, uh, and it, and like the Warriors are gonna have more bad games just be, like just because Boogie's in there, they'll be solid overall over a long period of time. But um, you know there will be a little bit more ups and downs just because there's guys that have you know KD's been a thirty usage guy before, Curry's been a usage thirty usage guy, Boogie the same thing. So yeah, but um, Draymond's actually been pretty good. Uh, his scoring's off fell off a cliff or off a um, a molehill. But, uh, you know, it's down, but he's still doing a lot of other stuff. Um, that's kind of it, I guess, from those guys. Uh, Iggy was good. Kevon Looney was really hot. He's still been pretty good. Like, hold, I mean, hold him, you know. Uh, he's been putting up a lot of defensive stats. He shot the ball pretty well for the most part. Not so much today, but he's actually been good. So, um, I mean, there's really no reason to drop him um, if he's filling the need, things you need with defense and stuff. Okay, I guess we can move on. Excuse me. So we got great game. Probably the best game of the day. That is the Nuggets 107 versus the Wolves. And let's start with the Nuggets, man. These summer, them summer league boys are balling. <laughs> Beasley, man. I'll start with him real quick. Last 13 games. And I always say, like, if, you, if you're 62 shooting, you're pretty good. 65, you're great. 70, you're, like, amazing. So in his last 13 games... Malik Beasley has a 75.6 true shooting percentage. 18 usage rate, 18 points a game. That's insane, man. Uh, this guy, he... I've said for a long time, if you listen to these pods, like, someone needs to trade for Malik Beasley. Or some, something has to happen. This guy needs to play. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it, but, like, maybe you trade Gary Harris. Maybe you trade Will Barton. Maybe you trade Jamal Murray, who's hurt for We'll talk about that in a second, but... You gotta you so fantasy wise, we won't talk too much about this, but like you need to add Malik Beasley right now. Like up full full stop. Like pick him up. And then same thing with Monte Morris. So they've gotta be owned right now. Monte has been his last three games, Monte Morris, eighteen point three points, six point seven boards, eight point three dimes, one point seven steals, point seven turnovers, two point three trays, sixty one percent from the field, eighty percent from the line in thirty nine minutes. You read that stat line, and that's for the season. I take that player first round, uh, so he's awesome. You just gotta pick him up, and uh, I mean Jamal Jamal Murray might be out here, man. This guy does not like to miss games, and Mike Malone doesn't. You know he likes that, but they screwed up here. They they put him out on the floor with this ankle thing. It's not healing right. He's gonna miss a lot of time, so I don't think Murray's coming back until the break, man. Uh, so pick up both Malik. And Monte. Uh, 
Malik B, get on the mic uh, for the legendary legendary Nuggets crew. Two one five. Anyways, so yeah, those guys have to be owned. Uh, Gary Harris, interestingly, had a sore groin. Now they're calling it a groin strain. So another guy, why play him? You've got these two guys balling out. Just keep running them out there, and let those guys just heal up for a potential playoff run. Uh, maybe they Wally Pep him though. But anyways, yeah, so again, just make sure those guys are owned. Torrey Craig, you know, great spot for defense, but he's not there for fantasy. Paul Millsap, um, back-to-back, I think, got him here. Didn't look right. Um, but, yeah, it's fine. Troy, Troy, combined with Trey Lyles, getting hot. So, wouldn't worry about Millsap. Maybe even get a buy low on him. Uh, I mentioned before the Nuggets' great late schedule. So, something to consider if you could get Millsap for pennies on a dollar. I would still hold him. Let's see. Uh, okay, Wolves. So Derek Rose, he played at the two. That's great news for Jared Bayless. So Bayless, you know, if you're looking long term, obviously I would rather own Beasley or Monte Morris. But Bayless is going to be good for probably another week or so at least. So definitely keep him rolling. Um, Josh Kogi's a drop. That's easy. Uh, and after that, nothing really too much going on. Cat's hot. Uh, we knew this. Uh, his last seven games, I think. So we, hit, we saw he had that bad stretch against uh, Aldridge and Embiid and those guys. But he's been really hot over his last seven. So I pull up the stat line real quick. Uh, one second. So I think, was it like thir- 27 points or something? 26.3 points, 11.4 boards, 5.1 dimes, 1.4 steals, 1.6 blocks, and a tray on 54% from the field, 85% from the line. So... That's a mega line, and that would be number one type player stuff. But Paul George and James Harden exist uh, right now. So, yep. But, yeah, you're rolling cat. Like, if we're drafting today, and I said Jokic and Cat are A and B, right? Same thing, man. Uh, I would still prefer Jokic for the schedule. Uh, so, Jokic again, four triple-double in his last seven games. Like we've been saying, he is Westbrook with good percentages. So, again, hands down, top five pick for me with a strong schedule late. So, um, if you if anyone pulled off uh, the AD for Jokic trade I talked about, the last solo putt I did, let me know. That's super dope. Uh, you are on the come up from that one. But, yeah, I think we're good there. Uh, other Wolves, I'm pretty, you, you can't trust Dario. Can't touch, I don't really trust Taj. He's been kind of okay. Um, but we haven't really seen... Ryan Saunders do much. I mean, he's running out 10-man rotations. And, yeah, he played 11 guys today, too, with Isaiah Cannon getting four minutes. So, yeah, let's go on. This one's got a lot of fantasy goodness. Trey freaking young, man. He has been on fire. First player in NBA history, first rookie, excuse me, in NBA history with 23 and 8 dimes. And five straight, uh, Damon Stoudemire had four. So, Trey outdid Mighty Mouse. Um, he scored 17 in the final 650. Uh, just put the Suns to bed. Uh, he's hot as hell right now. So, maybe he's, he's going to cool off a little bit. He's not going to be this insane, you know, 25 and 8 or 9 guy. Um, but... Man, if you bought low on Trey three, four months or you know two, three months ago, like you're chilling right now. I, I don't really see him getting sad or anything. You know, they'll given the new lottery rules. You know, obviously it pays to tank, but you know, just let Trey grow. Like that's priority number one. They want him to be the best player he can be. So sitting him would be a detriment to that. Uh, John Collins, baller, man. They put a lot of small guys, and talk about this in a second, uh, on Collins. And he came through 10 O-boards. Uh, hit a couple threes. He's the 10th player in NBA history to have 10 O-boards and two threes. Carl Towns did it earlier this year as well. So, yeah, you're feeling pretty good about him. Obviously, the defensive stats aren't there. Uh, mentioned on a, in a tweet, uh, took him 35 games to, uh, to get to a game with a steal and a block, which is just craziness so uh okay so let's talk about this wing situation so Tareem Prince is reportedly on the block not much traction per Zach Lowe they played him 33 minutes after keeping his minutes down so that raises a red flag are they showcasing him are they trying to feel him out or whatever so I think Prince will probably play pretty good minutes leading up to the deadline and I mean someone has to go here whether it be him or Bays or whoever it's not going to be Herder obviously don't worry about Herder at all 
This has been the case for about a month now. Um, but yeah, someone's got to go. Whether, again, Prince, Bembry, or Bays, one of them's going to go. Um, right now, if I had to hold those three, it's going to be fluid. Like I'm probably going to change my mind the next game, but I mean, Prince played 33 minutes. Period. Don't overanalyze it. Um, so I would own him first. I would probably own Bembry second, and then Bays third. Um, just because I think Bays is more likely to get dealt of the trio. So, yeah, um, Bays would probably be shut down more likely, too. So, Prince is also a shutdown risk. So, it's it's not going to be fun, man. Like, I don't blame you if you want to avoid the situation whatsoever. There's just not much upside. Trey Young's going to handle the ball all day long. John Collins, high usage player. So, uh, Deadman's going to get traded, I would assume, automatically. So, but still, there's no one really to add here. They closed out with John Collins at the five. They're going to do that more often, like, Alex Lynn's not going to play 25 minutes. Uh, maybe a Mary Spellman plays a little bit more, but who cares? Um, so you would think when the starting center goes away, there's value to be had on pickups, but there really isn't. Uh, moving to the Suns, as I mentioned, uh, Igor Kokoskov was not happy about the rebounding performance from his guys. Uh, again, John Collins with 10. So that's on Mikel Bridges, Josh Jackson, and Kelly Oubre, who just got shredded on the boards. Like, again, 10 for him. And then the Suns' as an entire team, 10 offensive rebounds. Uh, and only 27 defensive rebounds, too. It's not good. They got, I mean, that's that's bad. Uh, they 53 to 37 at rebounding edge. So, but fantasy-wise, like, kind of is what it is with these wings. All of them should be owned. Um, I don't know. No one's going to take minutes, although very noteworthy. For the first time, for more than a minute this season, Aiden played next to Holmes uh, for four minutes today. So, Keep an eye on that. Again, that was a, that's because of the rebounding. They wanted to put some big bodies out there. It didn't work. But, um, yeah, uh, Aiden's back, obviously. He looked fine. Nothing to worry about there. Keep Put him in your lineup. Devin Booker's rolling. Uh, 30, 30 points in the last five games. Shooting the ball great. Um, no defensive stats. Kind of a shooting guard John Collins uh, right now with just big stats and no defense. But it's all good. It's kind of what you drafted him for. So he looks good. Hopefully he can stay on the court. Uh, Sun's obviously fading fast. Uh, they're losing games anyway, so I don't know why they would take Booker out. Uh, Elliot Kobo, career high 11 dimes. Probably going to get a couple more minutes uh, until DeAnthony Melton is back. He's not going to be back for a little bit. Um, uh, Jamal Crawford only played seven minutes, so that's because of Kobo. He played great. So one call him a pickup yet. His minutes were down coming into this, so you're pretty much just... You know, shot in the dark, hoping he gets hot again. He's not a great upside guy, anyways. Um, and this was against the Hawks, so you got to keep that in mind when looking at other guys to pick up. I think that covers that. Let's move on to the Houston and Utah game. James Harden's insane, guys. I mean, this is just unreal. 43, 12 boards, 5 dimes, 6 steals, 4 blocks, 4 threes, 12 of 12, 12 of 22 from the field, all 15 free throws made. That's just, that's a freaking stat line right there. Obviously the five turnovers, but whatever, man. Like, seriously, if I saw my fifth round pick go with that stat line for the week, like, I'd be pretty pleased with that. It just goes to show you, this guy's just, man, I, I don't know. I don't, I've never really seen anything like this before. So, um, yeah, like Chris Paul didn't play today. You know, you know Harden's going to just roll. He has like a 40 usage rate without Paul on the floor this year. So, I don't even say anything. This guy is just going to smash. Um, Fareed's been awesome, man. Although, Clint Capella is back with the team. He's out of his cast. He's going to be a guy that is going to get uh, gonna get back soon. Like, All-Star break probably right after the All-Star break. So, you got another two weeks of Fareed, and then it's going to be Cut City. So, I've actually been trying to deal him. Um, I have him in a couple, and I'm trying to get someone to give me something that can help me a little bit later. I almost traded him for Kevin Love, but I thought didn't think it was enough. I, I don't. I got. A, I actually got Kevin Love for cheaper. Um, I got him for Napier and uh, Mitch Robinson. I have a mega surplus in blocks in this team. Can't get anything good that won't help you. Sure, uh, he's been just tremendous, man. Um, you know, pretty much Capella without the blocks, I guess, and poor free throw percentage and all that stuff. But yeah, you're chilling with Freed. Uh, Eric Gordon got hurt, so he got hurt on Friday. Um, I thought he was out for a while. I thought he was out to the break when I first saw it, considering it's his right knee. But um, he's hurt again, so I I don't I just drop him, man. Now that Chris Paul's back, Chris Paul won't play him back to backs probably for the rest of the year, just because the last time they did that, 
or two times ago that they didn't do that, but then the last time they did that before tonight, that's when he got hurt. So they're done with back to backs. I mean, the Rockets are playing well enough; they don't need him anyways. So Paul's not going to be fun, man. He's going to sit a whole lot this year. Um, so, anyways, um, but yeah, I don't really want anybody besides those guys. Um, Ennis is fine. Tucker's fine for defensive stats. Uh, Rivers. Fine. Gerald Green got hot today. I don't really care. So, it's pretty much what it is. For a, for a team that scores that many points, it's kind of crazy. You're really only only re- relying on two guys consistently. Obviously, Chris Paul when he's healthy, but um, it's just it's just a, it's just, it just goes to show you how crazy Harden is um, with the monster usage. Uh, moving to Utah, um, Rudy Gobert got so snubbed, guys, but. Um, cooled off, surprisingly, against the Rockets. Usually they've been giving up big lines to centers. But Baller, you know, he's been pretty much a first-round player all season. Don't, no reason to think he'll slow down. It's been great. Uh, Derek Favors on the trade block. Uh, he had five blocks today, by the way. That was big time. But he can get traded. I don't really see his value going up or down. So it kind of is what it is. If you, if, you have him, you're happy. if you have him and you're happy now, sure. Uh, if you want to drop him. Obviously, that's fine too. I just don't see any. Re- I don't really see any way he goes up or down. Like he's gonna be a guy that plays, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty minutes. Um, obviously, Crowder starting today was probably a matchup move against the Rockets, who's based on the floor. But you know, good news for Crowder a little bit um, with the Favors news. So if you know, if you're looking at have Crowder on the waiver wire, you want to add him for threes or whatever. Sure, go for it. He's been pretty solid all year. That lineup has normally been pretty good. Was not today because James Harden went full beard. I think that does it. Ingles has been kind of hit or miss, but better than he was early in the season. Donnie Mitch has been just tremendous. Uh, the whole point guard shift has been great. Rubio was bad today. Great th- great Friday against uh, the... Who did they play yesterday? Somebody bad, right? Hawks. Yep, thought it was Hawks. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's good. Uh, yeah, definitely hold Rubio. Possible trade rumors for him going to Memphis. But he'll be all right there, you know, slower pace. He'll still get pretty... You actually don't want him to get traded. Uh, you'd want him to stay put. Uh, so, I think we can move on to the next one. Yep, we'll start with the 76ers. Uh, Jimmy Butler scored 18 in the fourth. He's been awesome in the fourth quarter of the season. But he's also hot, too. But He had that time when he missed the wrist with the wrist injury. But he's been really good. So, um, pretty much just hope he stays in your lineup and doesn't miss games. Uh, Wilson Chandler is out, and J.J. Redick got rested. Wilson Chandler is out until the break. Um, I don't really care. Like I think the pickup of this situation, even with J.J. coming back, is still T.J. McConnell. Uh, they played Ben at the 5. They played Ben at the 4. So T.J. is going to be all right to guard ones um, and you know down the stretch and stuff. So obviously they trust him. doesn't hurt to have another ball handler, a lower usage guy uh, with all the guys that are shooting. So... Um, you know, if you want a point guard, TJ's not the worst add. Um, he'll be somewhat helpful, um, you know, if you missed out on Mac or any of those guys. <sighs> okay. Um, Embiid's cold right now. I think he's 19% from three in his last six or whatever it was. So he needs to maybe either get in the gym or whatever it is, but not going to complain. Still monster stat lines night in, night out. Uh, 24 shots in the field in back-to-back games. He's had 40 free throw attempts in the last three games. So he is just a monster usage guy. Had a a season high in usage in the last game. Uh, Not so much on Saturday. So he's fine. Ben's balling. And yeah. Um, I don't care about Mike Muscala. I don't care about Jonah Bolden. As I wrote in Bolden's blurb, I think the takeaway from this game is like they got to trade for a power forward or center right now. Just hasn't been good. Um, Yeah. Uh, moving to the Kings, I'm gonna start with Buddy Heald, man. So, wrote his blurb, and he he's insane. Like, he's in 2019, he has 73s. That's third behind the two people you would expect, James Harden and Stephen Curry. However, uh, he is shooting 53.4 percent from three uh, among the 103 players that have taken 23s or made 23s. Excuse me. Um. He's 5% better than all of them <laughs> uh, with Clay Thompson at 48.1. So, like, he's seriously the best three-point shooter right now. I mean, that's not, that's not going to change. Steph Curry is the best ever, ever to do it. Um, 
But Buddy's legit, man. Um, like, lock for top 50. Possible shot at top 20 going forward. We mentioned the Kings 4-4-4-4 four, 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 um, to close. Uh, so he's he's just chilling. It is what it is. Last two weeks ago, I said, you know, Buddy healed for Vic- Victor Oladipo seems fair. And, uh, yeah, man, if anyone pulled that trade off, uh, that would be a pretty good one, too. So, yeah. I just got, it's, he's just such a baller right now. I, I can't believe how good he is. I mean, the Pelicans got ripped off in that deal. It's kind of hard to believe. Uh, everyone's like, oh, yeah, he traded Buddy Heald. Like, yeah, there you go. So, good for them. Uh, Fox got poked in the eye by Nemanja Bielica. He's fine. Minutes are back up. Not really much concern there, despite how he got rested against Toronto five games ago. Again, they get a couple occasional spots to rest, but nothing where it's going to affect his value, I wouldn't think. Uh, Nemanja Bielica, besides poking him in the eye, he's, he's done, dude. Uh, Marvin Bagley's good to go now. Uh, he has played great in the last five games. 14-13, closed out today. Played some center minutes as well. He's good to go. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein played well today. On the trade block, and according to Zach Lowe, they could trade him and not do it for a Marcus Saul deal, so possibly somewhere else. Uh, Harry Giles has been a little bit hit or miss. He fouls too much, we know. Struggles at the line sometimes, but great passer, great handles, too. He had some nice drives to the bucket. A little behind-the-back dribble that he had today. It was real fancy. So I still like Giles as a stash. If this guy gets 24 minutes, he's not going to get 30 because he, he fouls too much anyways. So, But Giles could be a real stat stuffer. And that's it. Bogdan's a little cold. That's fine. And, yeah. You're not picking up Justin Jackson or anything. So that covers the Saturday games with 24 teams that we flew through. Let's go to Friday real quick. Who didn't we hit? Didn't hit Memphis. So, so Michael Green, I think, is gone. Uh, I would still probably hold him just in case he gets he stays. But has that sore knee thing. Yeah, if you want to drop him, I won't fight you on it. Um, I would probably drop him for Rab, actually. I think that Raz minutes are pretty safe. We saw him get 28. Um, that was without Jaron Jackson. But I feel like he'll find a way to get playing time, whether it be off Joe Cannell or whoever. But maybe they trade Gasol, whatever it is. But definitely an upside stash. He's had two strong games in a row. So definitely am interested in him. Uh, Bruno Caboclo's 10-day deal ended, but probably gets signed to another one. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but... You know, with Kyle Anderson out again, you would think Caboclo could be good to go. Uh, Julian Washburn's going to get minutes, I would think, again. Um, Javon Carter played probably his best game of the year on Friday. Uh, eight points, three dimes, three steals, one block, and two threes. Terrible shooting. He's going to murk you uh, in, in uh, uh, field goal percentage. But, uh, again, steals, threes, some dimes. That's pretty sexy stuff. So, definitely. I haven't stashed him at 30, man. I've stashed him for a while now. So I'm the root for him. Pick up Shelvin Mack. You're, you're going to stream him on Sunday. Um, only three games upcoming week. But um, if he if he stays on the roster, he should be really good. And say Conley gets dealt. And, I mean, Conley could get shut down, man. I know Michael Wallace, had, uh, the great reporter from the team, was saying, like, his injury is legit. And he works with the team, so take that with a grain of salt. But... Conley's going to miss time, man. Uh, I think I'd be really shocked if he plays today. He is questionable. So definitely uh, a guy I would own. Um, you know, he should be top 65, top 70. Uh, well, Conley's out, I would say. Um, yeah, maybe it's a little bullish, but I feel like he, especially, I mean, against the Knicks today, like he's going to be Chalk City. Um, yeah, I think he 10X'd it on Friday. The easy DFS play of the day. Hopefully he went through with that. Uh, Justin Holliday's going to get huge minutes. This is what it is. Um, possibly traded, though. So if you want threes, keep streaming them. Keep using them uh, until he gets traded. Uh, who else? Boston and New York. We didn't talk about them yet. Um, Kyrie. Probably. probably uh, Kyrie's going to get arrested, man. Like I, We know this. Like All this offseason talk, he's going to do what's best for him. All these things we don't like to hear from our best players in fantasy that they're going to get rested. Like, Kyrie is going to sit out games, guys. This is we're concerned about all the time. So he's going to miss. They don't have that many back-to-backs, but he's going to miss over under five games. Uh, I just It's just what it is. The Celtics are going to be kind of in the middle of the pack. Uh, home field won't be a big difference. They're not, I don't think they're going to get the one or two seed. So they're kind of just going to. And Kyrie, does, Kyrie cannot get hurt um, before the postseason. This, it just can't happen. So, um, 
yeah, I'd be nervous about him going forward. Um, I would still probably hold on to Rozier. He's been pretty much terrible on the bench, but when he starts, he's been tremendous. So, um, you know, it's tough to go through the downs, but, uh, and, you know, hold him through the deadline. Maybe this whole thing about him doing what's best for him, maybe he gets traded. I don't think that's possible. I'd be stu- I'd be a shocker if it happened. But um, we know Danny Ainge, he, he don't play. He, he will trade you. Uh, we know that Isaiah Thomas thing after what we heard from Anthony Davis Sr. So, yeah, uh, Aaron Baines isn't playing on Sunday, so we'll see a little Daniel Dice Dice Baby and possibly some Time Lord. So if you want some streaming blocks, uh, that should be pretty fun against Memphis, who's going to pound the ball inside. So Mitch Rob maybe sneaking in with four or five blocks, definitely probably the blocking stream of the day. Um, so, yeah. Um, Moving on to the, I'm sorry, Mitch, Mitch Rob and Time. Well, Mitch Rob will probably be four or five blocks for the day. But if you want to stream Time Lord um, against OKC, which should be pretty busy inside with Westbrook, should be pretty good too. I get those guys confused a lot. They're just so similar. They're straight up Spider-Man memeing. So, um, so Boston versus OKC, New York versus Memphis, if I messed that up. Anywho, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Like, I don't really trust Jalen Brown. I don't really trust anybody else. Uh, Hayward's fine. Um, they really screwed that contract up. Uh, Knicks, uh, Kadeem Allen, you know, he's going to lose his minutes as soon as Dennis Smith Jr. comes back. Talked about this on Friday. And since then, Fizdale really talked up DSJ. Says he wants them to learn through his mistakes. Like, he's going to get mega usage. Um, yeah, so DSJ, he will probably hurt you in field goal percentage. And hopefully he makes his free throws. But like he's gonna he's gonna probably drop a couple sixties in DFS I think, um, so definitely get DSJ fully in your lineup. Um, yeah, trade for him if you can. Uh, I don't think they're gonna sit him again. They want him playing as much as they, much like I was saying with Trey, like they want to figure his ins and outs and just develop him as much as they can as fast as they can. Um, you know, DSJ could be an ultimate second unit point guard if they could land Kyrie or anything like that. But, um, yeah, Damian Dotson was tr- was awesome. Uh, he had 22. Um, I thought that Trier would be the guy, and I still kind of do, uh, just because Wes Matthews is coming into this situation. But Wes is going to get minutes, too. So, you know, I don't know. I, I st- If you want to drop Trier after the one bad game, sure. But if you still have him, you might as well see how it goes on Sunday. And if he stinks it up again, just drop him. It's all good. Um, Cantor saw 13 minutes, but who cares? He's going to get traded. Hopefully, you still probably got to stash him in case he lands in like the perfect spot. But I don't really see, he, he'll probably go to a backup role. I mean, it's kind of, I don't really see a bad team trading for him for, I just don't see it. Um, Cantor's not exactly 2019 center material. Um, but yeah. Okay. I think that covers that. And I think that covers everybody. I forget somebody. I didn't touch the Raptors, but we know the deal with them. Right? Yeah, we're good. All right, so I think we can get out of here on that. Uh, I don't really think we need to go over anything else. I know I forgot. Portland. <laughs> with the one-game week. Uh, so rough. I have taken it on the chin with my, my Dame teams this week. Uh, one team without Dame and AD. Uh, I'm probably losing my second-place spot in that league. Anyways, um, yeah, like, they're fine. Uh, Lowe said they're in the market, possibly looking at Aaron Gordon, but it would be a kind of a stunner. Said he wouldn't trade away uh, CJ for Gordon straight up, which would be wild. But, yep, um, kind of is what it is. Nurk's been really good. And then Mino's, hit or, Mino's always going to be hit or miss. Like He'll get hot and pick up some defensive stats, but never going to score a lot. You know, sometimes he hits threes, but it's kind of fine. Harkless has been solid. Um, playing now and back-to-back, so that's good news. All this time off's probably good for him, too. So if Harkless is on your wire and you see him have a good couple games, probably a guy you would want to consider picking up. But, and then, obviously, Dame has missed her second half. Two straight years, he's been the number six player second half. So uh, maybe he goes for three. Maybe he could beat number six. So, And I think that is all 30 teams. So we will get out of here on... That, you guys enjoy the deadline. I am going to beg the higher-ups to do more pods leading up to the deadline. And you can go deep dive style, more than you know, 30-minute pods. There's so much stuff to talk about. Maybe some impromptus when some big deals go down with AD. It is one of my favorite weeks of the season. 
And again, just check out Roto World. We'll be grinding out blurbs as much as we can to keep you informed for all the pickups you need to make. There's going to be a ton of them. So again, uh, make those two for ones. Save your moves if you got week weekly limits and crush it. Uh, win some championships, set yourself up. Take care.